Rise and shine, Mr. Freeman. Rise and shine. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the Mouse and Joystick Podcast. It's uh, It's been a while since we've done one of these things here, but I'm happy we're back. And just in time for another year of E3 hopes and dreams. Uh, joining me <laughs> are, of course, Sander Crew. The whole crew is here. We got myself. We got Michael here. How's it going? Pretty good. And Noah's here as well. How are you doing good, sir? I'm doing all right. Fantastic. Yeah, so like like I mentioned, it's been a couple months since we did an episode. That's fine because we've all been very, very, very busy lately. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so like I mentioned, it's already that time of year again, the special time for E3. I thought uh, we'd spend this this episode just talking about what we'd like to see and what we're hoping to see anyway. There's definitely a lot of things that could we could see, but I think it's more interesting to go into what we actually want to see. Um. So we'll just go and dive right into it here. Uh, just kind of go through it in the uh, the order that the schedule, the order the conferences will be happening. I do believe that the very first one that is planned to be happening is Electronic Arts on Saturday, June 9th, about 2 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, so as we open up with EA, do either one of you particular care about what we see at the EA conference? Um, I was looking forward to more stuff about Anthem. It looked pretty interesting. Uh, but other than that, I'm, I don't know, I'm not looking for much from EA, to be honest. Yeah, I think, uh, I lost pretty much most hope in them after their latest releases. That's kind of the same boat I'm in. I, I've gotten burned in a lot of their couple, couple of their recent releases, and so... I feel like they need to come out and really make a big splash, like really get people impressed with what they're doing here. There, there's a chance they can turn things around, but like the greatest enemy they have to deal with this year is not how good their games actually look, but it's more like how they can turn the PR that they've been building up over the past year or two. Because <laughs> uh, if you think about it, the last, uh, last E3 conference they had, they didn't have to deal with the whole backlash of the Battlefront 2 at that time. That came afterwards. It'll yeah. be interesting to see how they come up on stage. Like, I wonder if they're going to acknowledge anything like that, or they're just going to try to ignore it, or like what what their game plan is here. Yeah, no, I I, I anticipate them just being a micro transaction game. <laughs> That's what I'm worried it's about. It's like a perfect model for it, so I don't see why they wouldn't take advantage of it. Yeah, I'm worried about that. Yeah, like I'm really worried that it's going to just look like a co-op Mass Effect Andromeda. With microtransactions involved, it's like, oh, that's you know, maybe a couple of years ago think, that'd be something people were super excited about. But think of there's already Destiny by EA. Yeah, <laughs> no thanks, I'm good. But like I said, I'll also check them out. So I want to see how they able to pitch their the products. But they definitely have an upward battle, still battle for me this year. Um, 
Yeah, before we, uh, I guess before we move on, the one thing I would really like to see is uh, the announcement of that Respawn Entertainment Star Wars game that's been talked about for a while, but never actually shown. Um, yeah. I thought, I thought that was canceled. Well, it? there were two games being made. There was the one by Respawn Entertainment, and then there was another one being made by, uh, I get their names now, but the Dead Space developers. That one, the second one there, got canceled. And now they're turning that one into an online service game, trendy microtransaction thing. Oh, <laughs> uh, so, kind of lost interest in that one. But the Respawn one still has a lot of promise to me because the last game they made was Titanfall 2, which Crank Flank is uh, pretty amazing. Even the single yeah. player portion of that was super fantastic and I was really intrigued yeah. with. Am I hearing a commando? remake <laughs> that would be good i love that game uh I'd be so torn like i love the idea of that but then at the same time it's like do i want to give ea some money <laughs> probably turn out pretty well I'd, i might have to make an exception for respawn because they continue to make good stuff but yeah it'll be interesting to see who knows they might they might even come out this year and kind of surprise us by Releasing some other type of a way out product, something that kind of catches off off, off guard, which is actually really good. Because mm-hmm. that just kind of quietly came out and sold really well and was read reviewed well. So more stuff like that maybe is in the pipeline. We'll just. I guess uh, <clears throat> before we move on from yay, the last elephant in the room to talk about is of course their uh, their heavy hitter Battlefield franchise. <laughs> <laughs> well, They're, they've. Uh, they haven't officially announced it yet, but they've there's been talks about it. Like Dice has said that they're currently working on a way to implement a battle royale mode into it. And all we really know, well, apparently it's going to be another World War II themed Battlefield game. That's a rumor, of course, that not confirmation, but that, going back that, to the roots. Going back to the roots. That seems to be a very popular thing to do nowadays. Everyone's been doing that. It'd be like what yeah. the third 1942 remake at this point. Battlefield 1944. <laughs> <laughs> Although it really doesn't surprise me that they do that, considering how well Battlefield One sold. Well, Battlefield One and Call of Duty World War Two, so like a no-brainer for to me. Yeah, I guess uh, that kind of VA right there. I don't. I don't think we're expecting any major surprises. Probably just gonna be another typical EA coming out there and. Just, just kind of doing their thing. Probably, lots of uh, you know, big cinematics and uh, lots of good graphics when they're showing things and big explosions. And then uh, when the game comes out, it's like, oh, well, this is uh. Also, you can't forget yeah. the uh, the cameos from sports stars. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just kind of glossed over it. I didn't, don't really care. I don't, don't pay much attention to that anymore. <laughs> All right, then if we have don't if we don't have anything else to say about EA, I think we can go ahead and move on to uh, main course here. <laughs> They're more of an appetizer, let's be honest. Uh, but the <laughs> first the first big conference, though, I would I would argue is a Microsoft conference, which is on Sunday, tenth at around four p.m. Eastern. Um, so what are you guys anticipating that uh, we'll see at the Microsoft conference? Because right now, I feel like they're the biggest question mark. There's a lot of things they probably should do, but we don't know if they're going to do it. 
Yeah, there seems to be nothing really confirmed. It's a lot of leaks and rumors. There's been a lot of leaks and rumors for, for their stuff. Sure. Because uh, to me, this is definitely like a make or break year for EA, although not EA, but Microsoft. You know, I think we said the same thing last year. How, if you look on the horizon, they just don't really have a whole lot coming that we know of. Like, the only other game officially that I can think of is like Countdown or Crackdown, I think it's called. Crackdown? I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't remember. remember. That's been teased for like the least. Well, that, was, that was supposed to come out like 2016 and they've delayed it. Because so. the other one was like their big RPG that they canceled from that one uh, Japanese studio or whatever. Oh yeah, uh, deep down I think it was something like that. Yeah, I, I forgot about that completely until you just mentioned it. I'm pretty sure that's not happening anymore. That's just kind of been swept under the rug. They had a couple projects that they canceled, like um, there was the that big, uh, the one with the dragon. Monster thing the one with the dragon what's that called again oh scale bound that's right scale, yeah <laughs> oh yeah had the like a really annoying teenager that was like taming the dragon or something yeah i yeah i remember that yeah <laughs> is there nothing about halo that they've been planning on or the only thing i imagine there'll be something i i hope there's something but last i heard 343 actually came out and said that there are no plans to show anything new at e3 Oh. If anything, they might address the Halo Online stuff. <laughs> if they like actually, Halo if they incorporated that and made it official, that'd be sweet. Yeah, because I would say it's a pretty awesome project to bring it over to PC. Yeah, like all the assets are there. They just had to like make official US servers that they can host, and they want to like charge people for cosmetics. And sure, do that, make make your money back. But I think there'd be a big demand for that. People being able to play. Uh, Halo 3 from the comfort of the homes on modern systems. That'd be great. I feel like there, people would definitely be down for that. Although I guess technically you can do the same thing by purchasing the Master Chief collection. So maybe they won't do it. I feel like they just need to bring like the Master Chief collection to PC or something. That's something I've been waiting on. Maybe. I don't know. Really from Microsoft. <laughs> I'm just looking for a new IP. That's what they need, yeah. Hopefully. They, they really need some new IPs, because right now, I don't want to make this a competition or anything, but they're definitely, like, lagging behind Sony in that regard. Like, on, like on Sony's camp, you can look, and you're like, okay, there's there's all these different properties that are unique to their system. You can't play anywhere else. And you look at Microsoft, and you're like, okay, there's a lot fewer number of properties that you can only play on Xbox or PC. <laughs> they're, they're definitely trying to shoot more for the, the third-party available on all systems crowd, but that doesn't always necessarily work. Not for them. Um, yeah, so uh, while, we're, while we're talking about uh, Microsoft here, I sh it should be pointed out that there was that big Walmart leak like a week or two ago that kind of spoiled the beans on a couple of things. Now, considering that these are leaks, do, do take them with a grain of salt. But a couple of titles that were confirmed as part of that included Gears of War 5 and a new Forza Horizon game. I don't think the Forza Horizon game is necessarily surprising since those are on alternating year schedules, right? One every other year? Nearly. I think. I think that's how they did the Forza games. Like one 
like once a year and it alternates between motorsport and horizon i think it's almost yeah if it's not once a year it's nearly once a year like year and a half maybe um the gears thing is interesting uh, obviously we could tell there's gonna be another one from the end of the old one i mean the fourth one but um I'm looking forward to it. It's just a weird. I don't know. I I don't, like, it's hard to. I feel like they needed something a little spicy to add into five. Yeah. Four was a good game, but I don't think releasing another addition, like another one like four, is going to really get people excited. No, especially like with the same multiplayer and like all that. Like, I don't know. So, okay, so. Let's 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 put some ideas out there. Like, what could they do that would make Gears of War Five really exciting for us? Uh, I don't know. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> the big things that that made Gears of War Three and Gears of War Four exciting was that the last time they'd come out with the Gears was a long time before that for each of those. So, and then the multiplayer for Gears 3 and Gears 4 was almost brand new. Well, Gears 4 was more of a remake of Gears 3 multiplayer, but with Gears 4, they added some new stuff, and it's been a while, so it's all updated. And I don't know, with it's been so recently since Gears 4 that I don't know if they can do very much to really keep people too interested. Like, you're going to get definitely get the diehard fans, but new people, maybe not. We'll see. <laughs> There's definitely been like a like a spark that's been missing for the series for a little while. Um, I know that the Gears of War 4 was the, the Coalition's first go at the series. Uh, so maybe they can kind of find their footing. It, it took 343 a little while to get the ball rolling on their series. Yeah, that's true. I guess we'll have to wait for the uh, the announcements to be up their sleeve. Um, yeah, so... For me personally, the things I want to see most out of Microsoft would be some new properties. Even if they're not necessarily things I'm personally interested in, I do want them to see, hey, this is what we're working on. This is like under our wings and it's going to be exclusive to our our platforms. <laughs> you can only play on Xbox or Windows 10. Um, as far as some other things that are not necessarily new, but we we do know that they're working on a new Fable game. They kind of quietly announced that a couple months ago. Might be a little bit too early to see anything new with that, but I'm kind of hoping that we do see something new because I actually really like the Fable games. Yeah, they that have, would be a. They have a soft spot. In my an heart. interesting. <laughs> That'd be an interesting <laughs> redo. Um, what would like a 2019 Fable game look like? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> when was the last one even released? It was a long time ago. Uh, I want to say three Fable three came out in like 20. 12 or something yeah 12 or 13 so it's been a while it's been a while i'm not too i don't know too much about that story so i wouldn't know if like it's a continuance or anything but it'd be an interesting thing to continue they'd get a lot of nostalgic fans a lot of the fable games are only loosely based off each other like they do take place in the same world but like there's definitely big time jumps when you're like Maybe the great great ancestor of one of the characters or something. Like that's kinda of how it goes. Yeah. Okay. So they could probably find a way to do it. Um 
how about how about uh you guys was there anything else that we're kind of hoping it's from microsoft or is that cover pretty uh, honestly i didn't really have anything looking forward to them yeah i think that's about it i don't know i mean they they have a lot of things that i mean like like you said they're they're very very broad and how many games they have um like not necessarily exclusives but like with the thing they're doing with uh what the games per for ten dollars a month you get this huge library of games you can have um great service by they're the definitely way. <laughs> yeah they uh I, they they better come out with a lot of more a lot more new stuff um for people to be more and more interested in that or else they're just gonna be like I'm get tired 99 percent sure that they're including state of the k2 they are they are okay yeah so if you want your zombie games you can play it in that yeah the xbox game pass comes out in two days i might just have to get another subscription of that and play it for a little while <laughs> we'll see how it goes all right so moving on from microsoft uh, the next conference on the schedule here is Bethesda. It is on Sunday, June 10th at about 9.30 p.m. Eastern. Boy, a lot, of, uh, a lot of things could be said about what to expect from Bethesda, but I think we need to start off by saying that last year was very disappointing. Yeah, it I, was. I think well, last year is the, the, t- the year they did what that Bethesda land thing, and they announced very few new things. Like I think they announced uh the evil Within 2 and wolfenstein 2 and that was pretty much it everything else had already been released or was it expansions other i think so i yeah they they very very little and nothing on their big titles i mean wolfenstein is i guess sort of a big title but sort of yeah very very little we can we can uh and like the one thing we do know for for a fact was uh that they just announced a Rage 2 just a few days ago. After mm-hmm. after that Walmart leak we mentioned earlier came up, Rage 2 was included on that, and then they basically had to come out and release some trailers and confirm its existence. And uh, honestly, Prey 2 looks pretty good. Uh, first, Prey had a lot of issues. It was too short. The story kind of ends in a very disappointing way, but there, like, there's definitely some really good parts there. Like The world design was cool. Characters were cool. The guns felt really good. Uh, so they kind of just yeah. built on that. I think they could have a really good post-apocalyptic, like Mad Max kind of game on their hands. Yeah, Rage is like Mad Max mis- mixed with Borderlands, which Mad Max of Doom. Yeah, <laughs> it was Rage. Rage Two could definitely be very good. Hopefully, the story's longer this time. Um, a little bit, but that's about it. I, I like short games as much as the next person, but for like the world, like they had an open world design. It was just like a small open world with not a whole lot of quests in it. <laughs> so, like, if they if they manage to uh, make it feel a little bit more fleshed out, a little bit more lived in, that'd be. Uh, but yeah, let, let's go ahead and start speculating uh, other things that maybe we we'd actually really like to see from them. Considering they've already set this precedence that everything they announced at the press conference is scheduled to come out this year. That's kind of been like their main motif of the past three conferences or two or three conferences. Um, is there anything that you think could actually be announced and released within the next six months? Uh, no. 
<laughs> indie games possibly that Bethesda they're not necessarily games. making yeah i feel like they could they they probably are going to announce a couple of things that they're publishing some small things but another other than that no skyrim on ios yeah <laughs> we were joking about that before the show those are the only systems skyrim hasn't made its way to yet so i guess that's something they could do I would um, love to see an Elder Scrolls announcement that didn't involve Skyrim, though. That would be nice. Okay. But if they're really okay. going to follow that rule, then we're probably not going to see an announcement for Elder Scrolls for at least a year or more. It's or they just kept it under wraps. That'd be one hell of a secure facility to get over there, then. Yeah, that would be hard to do. <laughs> it's just kind of weird, because it's like, well, they just released Prey, so they might be able to do pretty DLC, but I don't see a sequel coming so soon. They just released Dishonored 2, so I don't see a sequel for that coming. They just did The Evil Within 2, so I don't see a sequel to that coming yet. Maybe there's a Doom 2, but I still feel like it might be a little on the quick side. That Plus, uh, it's yeah. apparently working or oh, helping uh, Rage develop, to be developed, so they're kind of busy with that. Um... Yeah, like other than that though, I don't know what else they could announce. They'll hopefully some surprises. I'd be very disappointed they just came out and they were like, here's a new expansion to the Elder Scrolls card game, and here's an expansion to the Elder Scrolls online. <laughs> like all that like all that yeah. jazz, that'd be really disheartening. Um, it would be. Going back to the rumors and stuff, apparently the Bethesda's been working on this new ip that is a sci-fi like space themed rpg called starfield for a while i don't know how credible the, those uh, rumors are but if if they ended up being true then i think now would be the time for bethesda to bring that out and kind of show the world what they've been doing i, I think i think a, a sci-fi themed bethesda game could definitely do very well i think so too they like sort of like cyberpunk though. <laughs> they can't do cyberpunk. Well, I don't know. You know what? Bethesda might be the only one that can. You just reminded me that we're probably we're almost certainly gonna see Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven at one of these conferences. Probably Microsoft's, but made me really excited all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting four years for that gameplay trailer. <laughs> four years, I tell ya. That's how long it's been? Wow. Hey, I think they announced it like four years ago. That's crazy. A long time. Come on, CG Project Red. What are you doing? Making these AAA games that are selling really well? What are you doing? <laughs> like they're busy with The Witcher 3 or something. <laughs> no, they haven't done anything since then. No. They've just been sitting on their thumbs. <laughs> this is a, like a very curious case. Um, yeah, I don't think we can really speculate too much further on it because there's just there's a lot of things they could do, but they seem unlikely. Hell, like, yeah, if they end up coming out of this conference being like, yeah, here's the new Elder Scrolls 6 and uh, coming out this year, then by all means, I will jump for joy, yell from the rooftops and all that good stuff. But I definitely find it hard to believe that this will be the year they do it. Yeah, next year. Or the year after, they might even they might announce it. But after, I don't know. Bethesda, let me give you my money for something new. 
please. <laughs> I don't want Skyrim for my phone. I want something new. Even if it's a remake of an older game, just get, that's not Skyrim. <laughs> no more Skyrim, please. All right, any uh, any last words about Bethesda before we moved on, move on to Square Enix? Uh, not really. I don't think so. All right, I'm let's... we're going to get another Dishonored or something. I love Dishonored, but I kind of hope we don't get another one so soon. I feel like that series needs to sit and marinate for a little while. Maybe it's just me. I'm sure there's probably some Dishonored fan out there that really wants another one right now. I didn't play the second one, so... I haven't either. Like there, there's the second one, and then there's also the standalone expansion called Death of the Outsider. So there's like two separate Dishonored games that came out. Kind of weird. Yeah. Uh, moving on to Square Enix. They're expected to be making their press conference on Monday, the 11th of June at 1 p.m. Eastern Time. Um, I'll go ahead and just say that based off of those leaks from Walmart that we were already, we've already mentioned a couple of times, there does appear there's a good chance there's a new Assassin's Creed being announced. And there's also going to be a new Splinter Cell being announced. This one potentially being a reboot of Splinter Cell, just called Splinter Cell. Uh, so with that, being, with that being said, what are some things that you guys are hoping to see from, actually, I, I don't know why. I just realized I'm talking about Ubisoft all of a sudden. I got the two mixed up. My bad. Let's let's uh let's go back to Square Enix before I get my, too ahead <laughs> of myself here. We can talk about Ubisoft later. <laughs> so Square Enix, uh, I'm sure a lot of people know them from Final Fantasy, uh, but they've also been publishing titles like Tomb Raider stuff like that. Um, we can talk about what we expect to see from them this year. Uh, they did just announce the new Tomb Raider game called Shadow of the Tomb Raider is coming out. I want to say coming out in October. That sounds right. I think I'm so. not sure. Sounds right. And they've also, they're also sticking to their guns and saying that the new Kingdom Hearts is coming out this year. Although it's still a generic 2018 release date. There's no specific month attached to their trailers. Maybe they'll release a new one that has a uh, an actual release date attached to it for that, but that remains to be seen. And the only other thing we really know is that they are attempting to remake Final Fantasy VII, but that's been in development hell for a while. So it's unlikely to come out soon. And they did announce that they are working on an Avengers game with the <laughs> collaboration between the Tomb Raider developers and the Deus Ex developers. I, I don't know what to take from that. <laughs> <laughs> just in time for the new movie, duh. I mean, that just sounds like from those developers, I'm like, I don't even know what type of game that's even gonna be. It, is it? It's like, is this an RPG we're talking about here, or what? I don't. I don't think they've talked about what kind of genre of a game it's gonna be in. They just said, "Yep, there's a Avengers game being made, and it's uh, being uh, published by Square Enix." And here are the developers. Okay, bye. I remember that announcement. I was just like, all right, that's weird. <laughs> I feel, yeah, now is a good time to actually, you know, open up and talk about that project because I feel like Avengers is still the hot thing. People are still thinking about that movie. And now, you know, next year, there's another Avengers movie coming out. So I think people are still going to be thinking about Avengers this time next year. So 
kind of a hot thing. I think there's definitely going to be a big swell of uh, interest in whatever they're doing with that. And, and they're curious. They got a lot of talented developers working on it. They got the resources. They got the budget to make it something really special. I hope they can deliver on that. Uh, but yeah, uh, anything in particular you guys are looking forward to from Square Enix? Um, I really liked all the Tomb Raider games, so I'm really looking forward to the new one. It looks good. Um, hopefully the story continues to get even better. I never uh, did play they... Rise of the Tomb Raider. How did it compare to the uh, 2013 Tomb Raider? Uh, better. Like, it was better? It's go yeah, it's going up. It's not going down, which is good. <laughs> oh, okay. That's, that's promising to hear. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, even if you don't think it's better, it's at least on the same level. That was the general consensus, at least. I thought it was better. But, yeah. Um, I, I really like the story. I'm actually I'm looking forward to seeing the movie, too, that they're coming out with sometime soon. Um, oh, the, the Tomb Raider movie? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it was actually really good. I would recommend watching it. Oh, it came out already? I don't know. I'm not good on movies yeah, when they come I, out. I think it came to theaters like a month or no, like two months ago. Oh. <laughs> well, I'll have to go see it then. Get you that on uh, video. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it, it happens. It happens. Um, yeah. Uh, how about you, Noah? Anything particular sparked your interest in that camp? Um, I saw the trademarked Outriders earlier this year, so I'm kind of interested to see what that is. Is it based off of a, like a comic property, or is it something you... I don't know. There is a comic in Marvel based off of Outriders, but it's like a kind of niche comic, so I doubt it's based off of that. That's what I was just thinking, because I'm like, well, if they have connections to Marvel, they might be able to pull that too, but... Is there like a subset of Thanos, I think? I don't know a whole lot about it, so I'll really comment on that. But yeah, they, they got stuff working. Yeah, happy to see something new. After uh, after my recent voyage into Final Fantasy fifteen, be curious to see if they actually wanted to announce a, a sixteen. If not, I think they definitely have more DLC planned. They might show some of that off. I think they said yeah, that probably they, be a while before they. I think they said they have like three more DLCs they want to release for fifteen before they moved on to something else. So that might be another wow. year at least. Three more? Yeah, they've been uh, really going crazy with that stuff. <laughs> the funny thing is, most of it's been pretty good. I played through a couple of uh, the packs that came with my Final Fantasy XV bundle, and while they were really short, they were really entertaining and fun. So, that game's got a lot to it. It's crazy. <laughs> it's a long game. Like I, I think I put like... 45 hours into Final Fantasy 15 and I felt like I was maybe halfway done. <laughs> there, there was a lot there. Good, good game, though. Good game. Uh, if there's uh, nothing else we want to mention about Square Enix, let's go ahead and talk about Ubisoft, even though I kind of already talked about it a little bit by accident. Um, I did mention that there's potentially a new Assassin's Creed being released. going to be a new Splinter Cell release as well. It's already been, I think they've already announced it, but there's also a sequel to Tom Clancy's The Division 2. 
we'll probably get like an actual trailer for that this year as well. Um, other than that, though, was there anything in the Ubisoft repertoire you guys are interested? In? <laughs> it's hard to say, um, because I want more Assassin's Creed, but then again, I don't. <laughs> right. It's there's so much. There's a lot I need to catch up on. There's just, I don't know. Do they really need one so soon? Origins is a big game. Um, but I'll probably be happy to see it anyway. Um, the Division is something that I've heard a lot about them expanding, making a second one. Uh, the first one didn't do well, then did, is doing better and is getting better. Uh, it was a great concept for a game. A lot of things they did wrong at first, but if they do a second one and they actually fix all the problems they made, it could be pretty good. So, I've heard that they actually went and like redid a lot of the core concepts of For Honor, and it's actually really. Oh, really? I decided like. <laughs> only after a week or two of playing that after it came out that I was never going to touch it again because of how frustrating it got. I heard from so someone maybe that to... initially loathed that game that they went back and tried it again and now they actually quite like it. Okay. Well, so I might, might be, check it out again. If you already own the game, it might be worth a second look. It's funny that Ubisoft's been doing that a lot. That they've like really like messed up a game pretty damn bad, right? And then they go back and they fix it. <laughs> they messed up the and launch actually... of siege, and then they kind of turned it around. They turned it into something good. They did the same thing with the division. Apparently, they've done the same thing with For Honor. So I'm almost taking it as like, regardless of what uh, they announce or release, I might just want to wait a year before I dive in. <laughs> That's probably a good idea. And uh. If only they could fix their servers. If only. If only. So, um, one thing in particular I'm looking forward to is them to talk about the Far Cry 5 DLC. They've already gone out and announced like what the, the different packs are going to be for that. Uh, there's going to be a Vietnam-themed expansion called, I think it's Hours of Darkness or Heart of Darkness or something like that. There's also going to be a zombie-themed expansion called Dead Living Zombies. And then there's another pack called Lost on Mars. Um, <laughs> okay. So I looked at, I saw these names, and I'm like, so they're basically releasing like three Far Cry Blood Dragon type things for this game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I mean, yeah. after seeing after seeing Far Cry 5, do you, do you really think they were going to take it seriously? <laughs> I mean, Far Cry 5 tries to be pretty serious at times, not going to lie. Probably a little bit too serious, but it usually falls really flat. <laughs> but, it, like, the core of the that experience is still really fun. It's still very Far Cry. So they, like, just yeah. took that and applied it to these other ridiculous settings. I'm 100% on board. And I think they said that the, uh, the Vietnam expansion is the first one they're going to reward. So uh, keep an eye out for that. Like vietnam like you go to vietnam or like they bring vietnam like, to america what? like you're gonna be in the jungles of vietnam being hunted by the Viet Cong. huh okay <laughs> i'm like it's gonna be like far cry one all over again 
maybe worse. We'll we'll see. Yeah, so that that's uh, that's what I'm looking forward to. Also, I'm definitely keeping an eye on the division two. I've been really close to diving into the division, um, but I'm, I figured with, with the sequel right around the corner, I might as well just that one. No, I don't know. Well, I say that if you really want to, you could probably find it for pretty cheap right now. I'll I'll restart and play it with you. That's the problem. It would probably be a lot expensive. easier. I think it's still pretty expensive. I'm not 100 percent sure. I'll actually open up UPlay right now and check it, but I think it's still like forty dollars like or something. Bucks. Like forty dollars huh. maybe. They, like they, that that game is not dropping price for some. Well, if you decide to get it before Division Two comes out. We'll we'll go we'll do a play through <laughs> together. Just figure out if it's still good or not. I appreciate it. Appreciate the support. Yeah, standard edition for the division is fifty bucks. Wow. And then that's it's been out a long time. And then you can buy the expansions individually for fifteen bucks. Or you can just buy the season pass for forty. Oh, there's there's a gold edition on the division for ninety dollars. Wow, that's How long, like that, really that expensive for a game. Been out that's a while. Been out. Yeah, that's that's weird. You might want to have a sale on this thing sometime. I think I feel like people would love would want to jump in and go. <laughs> oh, so enough of that little sidetrack there. That, that's what I'm looking forward to. Uh, anything in particular you guys uh, want to see, like? It's, Title, maybe elaboration on previous projects. South Park, but <laughs> it'll be a while for that. <laughs> what would they even do for another South Park? Um, I don't know, something with a TV show. I mean, they They'll did. They did, they did the whole uh, fantasy theme for the sake of truth, and then they did superheroes for the sequel. I guess now they could do like uh, Space Marines or something. Post-apocalyptic. Yo, sign me up. <laughs> I want that. Some banjo. I could already see like butters. Cartman being like dressed up like Mad Max and just going for a drive or something. <laughs> that sounds awesome. Butter strapped to the front of a war rig. Yes, I could see that. Pie butters to the front. What a glorious day. <laughs> See, there's there's a lot of options for Ubisoft to do with uh, South Park. Ubisoft always flies on the radar a little bit, but I feel like they always have one of the strongest uh, showings at the E3. Yeah. Uh, all right, so let's yeah. go ahead and move on to Sony. Uh, so Sony did say that. Their intention for this show is to focus primarily on four titles. And they said that the four titles that they're going to be focusing primarily on are Death Stranding, Ghost of Tsushima, Spider-Man, and The Last of Us Part Two. So is Death Stranding finally coming out? Or is it they're just going to show another weird trailer and be like, yep. I think it's going to be the, it. I think it's going to be the latter because... Uh, Hideo Kojima has been teasing on his Instagram all week that he's uh, in the process of cutting together a new trailer for something. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I'm like, oh, well. I'm like sitting there looking at his desk. Is there any LSD on that desk? Because, <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know anything about this game other than it's confusing. 
That's it. Every time there's a new trailer, I know less about the game. <laughs> I'm more confused. There are more That's questions. How it goes. I'm just like, this is such a weird thing that I want to know more about, but I'm not getting more information. I'm just getting like more weirded out by this. Yeah, I don't even know if I want to buy these. I don't even think I'm going to get the game, but I just want to know what the game is about so I can answer my questions. It's like, I'm scared to buy the game. Like, I'm afraid to touch the disc. Damn. I feel like it's just going to be like one of those trippy things. Probably. Yeah. Hopefully they don't go too crazy on it to where it's like too confusing and no one's going to understand it or like it. We'll see. This new trailer, it's definitely going to be a trip. Um. Yeah. So outside of the those four titles, I think I think it was kind of safe to assume we'd see more Ghost of Tsushima and Spider Man. I thought maybe they would hold off on showing more of The Last of Us Part Two until next year because I think it's not coming out until next year. Um. Probably not till next year. What What do you want to see from Sony? Because I know that they also have. Uh, what is that? Days Gone. They have that that they haven't really showed you of. I thought that was supposed to come out this year. thought it was supposed to come out. I think but... they've talked about it the last two E3s, haven't they? Yeah, they talked about the I last two so. E3s. The last update we got on it was from like a... I think GameSpot had a hands-on preview of it about a, uh, two or three weeks ago. I think it was at that time they also announced that it's released. They got pushed back into 2019. No, Damn. That sucks. Yeah, so... And they got a very thorough preview. I think they had a full one hour long gameplay demo that they showed. Like they showed oh, wow. a lot of it. I haven't sat down to watch it, so I'm kind of curious to see if they're going to actually show anything new at E3 for that. I wonder if it's When's... like development issues or if it's like supply chain or marketing or. I, I think it's stuff. a change of direction because. If you remember from like the initial E3 uh, demo they released, it was. Like a very actiony, run and gun, shooty kind of game, and now in this new build, it's very it, like they turned the dial back a bit. They they slowed down the pace a bit and made it more survival horror. Like it's it's a lot more focused on traps and crafting and that kind of stuff. I mean, there's still like big mo- like big hordes of zombies, but like they don't. I don't think they're going as fast at you. Like it's definitely slowed down a little bit. Is uh the release date for The Last of Us Two uh is that confirmed yet or is that just there's, eventually? I don't think there's been any confirmation on it. That, that's why I'm, I'm leaning towards it's going to be a little bit a little bit longer. It's going to be a little more out there. Probably Darn. 2019 at the earliest. I hope 2019, but <laughs> I need it. This isn't this isn't part of Sony necessarily or at all, um, but. Have we heard too much on Red Dead 2? Um, I think there is plans for like a multiplayer reveal at the show somewhere. Just at one of the conferences somewhere, maybe Microsoft or something. I think it's. I think they have rights, like exclusive rights to Sony for like the marketing of the game. I, th- I think it's going to be at Sony. Okay. Pretty sure. They're an October release, aren't they? Are they what? I thought it was by the end of the year. 
Oh yeah, October October twenty sixth. Okay, cool. Yeah, yep, it's coming out this year. That was uh, the release they they had in the newest trailer like just a week ago. So I'm pretty sure they're sticking to that. No more delays. <laughs> Hopefully not. <laughs> I feel like uh, this year alone, people are already like freaking out and like pushing all their release dates to next year because they don't want to mess with that. <laughs> so if, uh, if Red Dead moved along with <laughs> yep. them, they'd just be like, "Oh crap." That makes sense. For PC, though. Nope, I think it's Probably just won't Xbox and. Has me a little disappointed, honestly. Even with like the success of GTA V. I think they know that if they just like push that release date back six months, they can get people to double dip so easy. I mean, yeah, probably. I'm worried that Red Dead will just be in GTA V multiplayer. Um, and they won't focus on the multiplayer. I was so disappointed that Grand Theft Auto V never had any single player story based DLC. They didn't? Ah, that is really disappointing. A solid single player, but you probably won't get anything on top of that. Probably. I, I guess that's fine because it's already longer and like better quality than most single player games. <laughs> it's just like, ah, oh, I want more. Throw me a little bone, I'll pay you extra bone. And then it will probably be like the five year supported online DLC. Grand Theft Auto Five's been going for a long time, right? That they first came out with that in twenty. 2013. Yeah, so it's been about five years. It feels longer. Was it 2013? Oh my gosh. <laughs> and I remember yeah, they, they did yearly releases up until GTA 5. And then... That's right, yeah. <laughs> Microtransactions. It, yeah. Crazy. Anyway, back to, uh... <laughs> back to. Back to Sony. <laughs> back to Sony. Uh,. I've heard a lot about the new Spider-Man game, and it actually looks pretty good. Oh, it looks so wow. good. I think I'm going to pick that up. That's a day it's one for me. Is that a Sony exclusive? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's being made by Insomniac. Ooh, okay. That's like the infamous team, right? Yeah, the infamous team's doing it. <laughs> so they know they make good games. They know the open-world superhero games, that's for sure. That's like a they do, yeah. Infamous game. It, it just kind of amazes me that whenever I see like a gameplay trailer for Spider-Man, it's like, oh man, they they're like really nailing the details of the character here. Like they got his quips, they got his uh, his movement, they got like the world environment, like everything just looks so on point. This, I hope it delivers. I heard they're putting the uh, the Iron Spider suit in it. I would, I would hope so. From I think there's going to be like, War. I think they said there's going to be like over a dozen costumes in the quip. They even Ooh. said that like each costume has like a unique ability to add to it, and then once you unlock that costume, you can then transfer that ability to other costumes, and so you can actually customize your character to look the way you want with the ability you want. Ooh, cool! It's got a you gotta get the costume first, but you have that ability. Well, looks like, like I pre-ordered like that. That's a good way to do uh, like RPG elements. <laughs> get, let me put the stats on a different piece of armor here. <laughs> Yeah, I'm down. That's day one for me. Like I don't, I don't even need to be sold. Like they don't have to show anything to that. I'm already sold. Yeah, Spider-Man was already one of my favorite, like Marvel characters. So 
<laughs> I was already pretty sold on it. <laughs> and I mean, the old Spider-Man games were some of my favorites because it was just fun to mess around in them. So, do you remember the the pizza deliveries from Spider-Man Two? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if if, were, there, if there's the not a pizza delivery side mission in spite this new Spider-Man, mm-hmm. I'm gonna be disappointed. <laughs> uh, yeah, lots, lots of good stuff. I like. I'm definitely really interested in seeing more of Ghost of Tsushima too. That just from the concept alone seems really interesting. The whole, uh, uh, like you're like the last samurai of this, like holding out against this horde of uh, enemies, kind of a thing. Um, seems like it could be very dark. Could be very, very kind of emotional almost. It depends how they go about it. Uh, that it's being developed by. Uh, Sucker Punch, right? Yeah, Sucker Punch is doing it. They're they're known for being pretty good developers too. So that's another project I feel like is gonna be pretty promising. Like, depending how that goes, that might even be like the next Horizon Zero Dawn. We we'll see like this this new IP comes out from a well known developer that's that, that just kind of like blows out of the water, you know? Yeah, of it could be. Anything uh, else that we want to see from the Sony camp there? There's a lot we could see. I just don't know what that is. I mean, they're coming down on like a two-year trend of talking about the same game, so... Three in some cases. I think Spider-Man's been like three years out, so it's Death Stranding. I do hope that this one is actually a bit slower, or like not as... There's not as much of a range at this conference because I do want to start just like, you know, maybe taking more of a Bethesda approach where like if we talk about a game, that means it's coming out within the next year. Like you'll have it in your hands before the next E3 conference. You know? That's what I want them to get to eventually. Yeah. It's kind of exhausting having to say, oh, look, another Death Stranding trailer. Oh, look, another Spider-Man trailer. <laughs> Although they, they've been doing good with the releases this year. Um. I think this year alone, we've already gotten God of War. We already got uh, Detroit. We're getting Spider-Man later this year. So maybe next year, they'll just do like another big release dump and get all caught up. Who knows? All right. Uh, let's go ahead and move on to the final batch that we have to talk about here. And that's Nintendo. Good old Nintendo here. Uh, we can talk about what we expect to see from them. I do think they don't really have a conference, but I do think that, yeah, their uh, their Nintendo Direct will air on Tuesday, June 12th at noon Eastern. Uh, so anything in particular you guys want to see from Nintendo? Smash <laughs> Yeah. I think uh, it makes, I mean, makes three of us. When they yeah. announce that and release it, that's when I pick up a Switch. Here's my one fear. They're going to come on out and this basically confirm that it's a like port of Smash 4. Yeah, that would be a little disappointing. Yeah. Granted, I haven't I mean, played Smash 4, so I'd still pick it up, but I kind of hope it's a new Smash. Kind of get everybody on board so. for it. I mean, they could just like add more characters. And then just be like, here's Smash 4.5. I mean, it works for Mario Kart. True. It's worked a lot for them over the past year or two. 
Um, yeah. If they uh, they were to release a new Smash game, are there any characters that we'd like to really see added or re-added? To the- well, you gotta have the originals. <laughs> There's a lot of originals. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, I kind of wanted to go crazy and like add Goku or something. That would be amazing. Are they? Wait, do they? Do they even have the rights? I don't I know. I heard Banjo Kazooie might be a cameo. What, didn't they have Banjo in one of those? In that would, that the, would be the, a very interesting cameo, considering Microsoft has their hands on that property. Um, I mean, they got Metal Gear. So yeah, they got Solid Snake in there. They also got Cloud from Final Fantasy. So I guess they could pull it up. They could, really if they did like favorite ridley yeah from samus yeah that'd be that'd be a really interesting character to throw in there that's not one you really anticipate it'd be like a kind of like bowser in a way you're just like oh this is really large character i wasn't expecting that i'm sure cool if they did like cuphead yo that'd be interesting (laughs) i think uh, what else shovel man or yeah shovel knight let's get shovel knight in there that'd be cool i think that'd work really well I'm sure they'll have their classic Fire Emblem people in there. There's always got to be one. I wonder if there's going to be different versions of Link. I think they already showed like Breath of the Wild Link in one of the trailers. You know, not one of the trailers, like the only trailer. But it's safe to say that at least Link is going to have uh, the, a new look to him. I don't know if it will be a different version of Link, like the the way Toon. We could also potentially get some Ubisoft. That is, that is a yeah Mario and Rabbids. That could open up some interesting doors. <laughs> Let's get a For Honor Samurai. <laughs> like Assassin's Creed. Yeah, like yeah, get like Exeo in there. Or like uh, who else? Splinter Cell. There's a lot of Ubisoft stuff. And fish. The Splinter Cell. But no, uh, I think I if they went the Ubisoft route, I think the most obvious pick would be Rayman. Or uh, South Park. <laughs> <laughs> Probably wouldn't be able to do that. But... Something tells me it yeah. wouldn't work out so well. <laughs> It'd be amazing, though. I mean, they did have Too many crossovers in the last one. Yeah, they, Nintendo, they know what they're doing. They, they, they know they have, like, all the, the pieces they need to have a super successful thing. It's a, kind of a matter of if they actually execute on it or not. I wonder if they'd put any Marvel or DC. Probably not. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. It doesn't they seem don't like, really have yeah, any. It doesn't really seem like a Nintendo thing. Current gen Pokemon. That'd be cool. I need like something from uh, Sun or Moon. They've been trying to really have... push Eevee as a new mascot, so I think they might consider putting Eevee in there somehow. Have her kind of like the original Pokemon trainer, where they could turn into... Yeah, something like that. So they could have her turn into their different evolutions. <laughs> so, speaking of Pokemon... <laughs> let's, uh, let's talk about some Pokemon rumors that have been going around. Now, normally, Pokemon rumors are a lot of fluff, a lot of, of nonsense. Uh, but this recent batch has been very credible. 
You've had people that have a history of being correct with their leaks actually come out and verify what they've heard. And uh, the leaks are that uh, later this year, there will be a new batch of Pokemon games coming out for Nintendo Switch called Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee, which will be partial or well, like sort of remakes of Pokemon Yellow version taking place in the original Kanto region with like Sun and Moon level graphics on the on the Switch. Obviously, it'd be better than that because they're upscaled to a higher resolution. Than and uh, they will have integration to Pokemon Go in some way, which we do not know. And that there may even be a more advanced way of catching Pokemon using like a Pokemon Go method. Where like when you actually catch stuff, you actually actually like use a touch screen to spin and throw a Pokeball. Uh, those are... That they, it seems a little far-fetched, but there could be a way to do it with the touch, the Joy-Con control. So we'll see. Uh, as with a lot of big batches of leaks, sometimes people put in fake parts of leaks so that they're a little harder to trace, like a little bit harder to source on things. So some of this information may be correct, while other, part, other parts of it are incorrect. Uh, but considering that... Like just a couple of days after the leak happened, that Nintendo did actually tr um, file to own the domains for Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee. Those, at least the names, seem 100% confirmed at this point. That that much we do know. Um, any any thoughts about what we uh, have just explained here? Anything that just kind of like really catches your ears? Well. A new Pokemon is what we've all... I don't know, it's been... Sun and Moon haven't been out too, too long, so... Yeah, but a Pokemon yeah. on the Switch... A Pokemon <laughs> on the Switch is definitely needed, so... There hasn't been a Pokemon game on a home console since, like, 2005. Even then, it was a spin-off game. It wasn't actually, like, a main game. <laughs> this would be, like, the Which first... Which one was it? Uh, Pokemon XD. Oh, yeah, okay. And before that it was Pokemon Coliseum. <laughs> yeah, so like this may be like the first actual like main series Pokemon game on a home console and it's gonna be super nostalgia filled by going back to that original region and having Pikachu and all that all that good stuff involved. Uh as a Pokemon fan, I just wanna say that I am like totally on board with this, especially for the goal the Pokemon Go integration. Having the those two be linked together, I think is a really smart move to try to Maybe try and try some of the more casual fans to pick up one of the main games. Kind of dive back in and see what they've been missing. We'll see. There's, there's, there's definitely a lot of elements here that make me think this could be a smash hit. Like, the fact that it's a yellow remake kind of kind of harkens back. Like, oh, well, all the people that really like those original games, they're going to have a new version of those games to play. All the people that want to get a Pokemon game on their Switch obviously has a new Pokemon game to Switch play. And then, like, like I already mentioned, the Pokemon Go players see that there's a way to potentially benefit more in Go through this. So they might be in that way. Uh, yeah. a, lot, a lot of good stuff here. I'm, I'm, I'm on board. I'm on board. Definitely hope that when they do get around to revealing the games themselves, that they it looks good. I hope so. I definitely hope so. Yeah, I think either Smash and Pokemon would definitely let me pick up this one. Other than that, though, the only thing I really am looking forward to is finally getting a new Animal Crossing game on the, the console. 
if they had a, a Animal Crossing for the Switch, I yeah, I'd be playing it every day. Just doing little chores here and there. It's it's like the ultimate on the go game for me. <laughs> that like if they had like po- Pokemon, Mario Kart, and Animal Crossing all on the go, it's just like everyone's gonna need to switch at that point i'm gonna be traveling every day now just so i can do it (laughs) um the only thing i worry about with uh smash coming out and more like online games for the switch is them pushing more for the paid online thing like xbox and playstation do i know they talked about it but i'm not sure if it was confirmed or what's going on with that yet yeah, so they, they came out and talked about the details for that a couple of weeks ago. Um, the basics of it is is that it's going to be a $20 a year uh, subscription that will allow you to play online. It will give you a cloud backup so you can keep your saves on the cloud. And I think, yeah, they also said that they will include uh, NES games for free as part of that. So as your subscriber, you will get to play some old school games for free. Cool. That's not bad. Yeah, like at twenty dollars a year, it's not it's not gonna break the bank or anything for most people. So I, I think it's, it's pretty reasonable. That's less than two dollars a month. So <laughs> I don't know, man. Two dollars you can get a lot of ramen. <laughs> two whole packs. <laughs> um, yeah, so that that's kind of what the what they're leaning towards now. Um, that doesn't mean that they won't implement more features for that down the road but that's just kind of what what they're saying is the starting point um yeah anything nintendo that we're looking forward to seeing i think we pretty much covered it yeah i think so yeah it's gonna be kind of an odd year i mean they do have metroid prime 4 also in the work like other than that though you know like we just got the a new mario so it's too soon for a new one got new zelda so it's too soon for a new one of those um i don't really think we're going to be seeing anything else new because a lot of other titles are just finishing up 3ds versions so maybe we'll get a new yoshi in a couple years but i don't think that's a big (laughs) big uh demand for people uh but yeah i think that's gonna go ahead and wrap up just kind of our uh e3 preview here kind of just talking about what we want to see potential things we could see uh, but we we may be back in like a month from now to talk about what actually happened, all the big revelations, and see if what our predictions turned out. Uh, so yeah, and I uh, do want to say thank you so much for everybody that tunes into the episodes. Uh, thank you so much, Patreons that support us over there, especially Cedric Ramos and Ali Gazelbech for supporting all of the shows that we put on here at Podcast Empire Network. And uh, if you too would want to become a patron, definitely go over to podcastempirenetwork.com and you can sign up today. Until next time, that's going to do it for us here at Mouse and Joystick. Goodbye. Yep. Wake me.